Coming up on The Big Room. And in both scripts, insanely, a model boat gets her to come around. <laughs> He's like, remember when we were on a honeymoon and Man. I fed you a sandwich with a glove in it? Though weren't those good times? She and gave wait. you a nice good glass of straight tomato, tomato juice? juice? No. Yeah, Straight out of the can. Who's drinking tomato juice as juice? Could Nobody. Had a V8, baby. Nobody. Oh. <laughs> right? Welcome back to The Big Room, the number one podcast for accidentally wasting water. What? Yeah. So when you were gone. Okay. This weekend. Yeah. I believe this was Saturday. Because you were gone Friday for something, right? I went to Disney World. Went to Disney Friday, and you were at a bridal shower? Yes. All weekend, like Saturday night into Sunday. Well, it was a bridal shower slash BFF sleepover right. afterwards. So Very important. So Saturday at about 4, I came out of this room mm-hmm. where I was playing Brotato, of course. Classic. Of course. And I had a beer because I cracked a beer because our internet went out, and I was pissed. And I was like, "There's only thing, the only thing to do now is drink. And I had a beer. <laughs> And then I went to the bathroom at about 4.30. <laughs> and then at about 6 o'clock, I went to the bathroom again, and the sink was still on. No! <laughs> oh, really? How could Man, you What are you, the wet that? bandits? I guess what I did the was I washed my hands, <laughs> I shook them off, dried them, and then just left. And then just left. <laughs> so I ran water for, for like hours? an hour and a half. Oh two hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're whoops, a bad person. Whoops, whoops, whoops. So our water What do you bill, think the bill's going to be? Yeah. I don't know. It's like astronomical. I, no, probably be not. Because I'm like, you know, people water their yards. It's probably about that much yeah. water. Yeah, but do you? No. Our we actually, HOA, yes. Our actually, HOA does it. Four or five showers one day. So, right. Yeah, that's probably oh, about that's two true. hours of water or more. So, yeah. you know, that was bad. I did do that. But did you have headphones on or something? Just I have hear it all or? the time. All the time. All the time. Okay. I so that was on. like noise canceling? There, the noise canceling might have been on because Phoebe barks all the time because she's really annoying. Mm-hmm. She's Phoebe, eating her feet on the floor right now. You're annoying. Uh, but no. there are more important things to talk about. The King's Got Cancer. Taylor Swift's got a new album. And we watched another movie. Queen Taylor Swift. She got a new album? Yeah, a new album. How did she just release something? You missed that. No tangents. No tangents. Oh we God. watched them. Sorry. Sorry. I don't want to get off on any tangents. We'll we watched later. our second rom-com of rom-com month. Actually, it is the day before Valentine's Day, as you it were is. hearing this. Oh, uh, happy before, love. Unf- yeah, this comes out on the 13th. And unfortunately, we watched probably the worst movie in the bucket. <laughs> uh, we, and this is my fault. We watched a movie called High Society. Mm-hmm. It stars Frank Sinatra. It stars Bing, Bing Crosby. Crosby. It stars Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly. And Queen. some other guy. We don't uh, care about George. him. It was released George. in... Oh, Luke, oh, yeah, the George sure actor, whatever his, whatever his ass is. It was released in 1956 with a budget of $2.8 million. It brought in $8.2 million at the box office. Nice. It was largely filmed in the Clarendon Courthouse. Not Courthouse. The Clarendon. The house was called Clarendon Court in mm. uh, Newport, Rhode Island. It recently sold in 2021 for $30 million. And when it was sold, before it was sold to the new owner, it largely had the same interior and exterior. They hadn't changed a whole lot. Oh, so it kind of look, cool. looks the same. You can go look at it online, and it looks the same. Clarendon House. Oh. Uh, this is a go. remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this movie came out in 56, as I said. This is a remake of the 1940 screwball comedy. This is a rom-com screwball. I don't know what the difference is tonally. Uh, that's just what the internet said. Screwball comedy called The Philadelphia Story which is in and of itself a film adaption of a 1939 play by the same name. The plot, I read it. It reads essentially the same. 
there seemed to be a little more history between um, the lead two people, whatever their names Dexter are. Holy crap, Dexter and, Dexter and Tracy. Tracy. Tracy, thank yeah. you. I need to pull up the our freaking... Bl- our minds just went whoosh blank. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also watched it because we were like, eh, after the movie ended, we also watched um, Singing in the Rain again last night. So yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't that's feel a, that's good. That's a choice. And I was like, you know what would make me happy? Singing in the Rain. Shut up, Carl. <laughs> so, the, uh, the Philadelphia story, right? It's yeah. a 1940 movie that I think you would be into. Because Why? Dexter is played by Cary Grant and Tracy is played by Katherine Hepburn. Oh, okay. So, however, this movie... Two big hitters. Two big hitters. This movie, uh, High Society, was Grace Kelly's final film role. So, Tracy, the Tracy mm. actress. It was her final film role before she retired from acting at age 26 and married wow. Prince Rainier III and became the Princess of Monaco. She became a real princess. <laughs> so, yeah, she quit She's acting and became a real princess until she died in the 80s from a car accident. Just Classic. like Meghan oh. Markle. Yep, died in the 80s <laughs> from a car accident. I thought you were going with the car accident thing, but okay. I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to Diana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, no, he went Meghan Markle actress to princess pipeline. To death. Hey. We'll Retired see. 26, Meghan Markle. That is wild. Yeah, she was 26 in this film. And it was her last, how long was her career? Film. I don't not, know. not long, apparently. Not long. Um, this film's setting and location being in Newport, Rhode Island, this film's uh, setting and location allowed for them to take advantage of the actual Newport Jazz Festival, which is a real festival in Newport, Rhode Island that was relatively new. So they both uh, Louis Armstrong and Bing Crosby's character mentioned this jazz festival. It's kind of the reason that Dexter's in town. Real thing. And it had only been established in 1954. So it was a two-year-old festival at this time. Hmm. Uh uh, the okay, one more fact. Nope, couple more facts. Ooh. The true love <laughs> schooner, the boat, right? Yeah, that is a real boat. It was built in 1926 as the Venona Two. It is maintained <laughs> and sailed in Watkins Glen, New York, right now. And you can book an excursion oh. on that sailing <laughs> vessel at sailtruelove.com. Oh, nice. How much does oh. it cost? I'm, so I don't know. I'm sure it's affordable. <laughs> I bet it is because it can't be that popular. Now, interestingly, that boat, True Love, made her film debut in the Philadelphia story. Okay. But as a Ooh. miniature. So during the boat, the pool <laughs> scene. As a miniature. They had uh, the miniature classic. based on that boat in the pool huh. scene of Philadelphia story. And then the miniature and the full-size boat were in this film. Mm. Pretty nice. cool. Uh, yeah. Hilariously, my final fact before we get started. Uh, nope, I have two more facts. <laughs> High Society had mixed reviews. I wanted to mention it's Rotten Tomatoes critic score of 83%. It is considered by critics to be inferior to the Philadelphia story, which holds a 100%. Whoa. Wow. So the critic response, both both modern and when it came out, were we just, watch. just watch the other one. We watched the wrong movie. We yeah, watched we watched the wrong, wrong movie. Again. Uh, <laughs> hilariously, High Society itself was adapted to a musical in the 1990s. Really? So it's I've never heard a of remake yeah. of a movie that was based on a musical, but then this movie that is a remake of the movie is also a musical. So full circle. Real facts of a facts yeah. of a facts here. I, yeah, I didn't follow. It's just a mess. It's yeah. a mess. So um, all that to say, maybe don't watch this. It insists upon itself. <laughs> and maybe watch Philadelphia <laughs> no, Story Maybe just watch instead. the Philadelphia Story. Yeah, like all these facts you're saying here make it sound like a decent movie, but then you watch it. 89% is not and a terrible score. You're pretty bored. I think IMDb <laughs> had it had at a 6.9 out of 10 or something Some like that. Some stuff happened and then it stopped. And then it stops. So 
I was gonna say something, but I can't, it's spoilies, so I can't. Spoilies, say it yet. yeah. Mm. So mm. this this movie is not as much a love triangle movie as it is a love square. It's a love square. It's a love square. So it's yeah. essentially this this character Tracy is marrying a guy. Uh, as you do, George. she's marrying a man named George, who is a rich oil baron or coal mine baron. He's got money from some, some sort of rich, fella. some kind of industry. He's he an heir to something or another. Um, he's an heir and a square. He's an heir oh. and a square. <laughs> and for her, her wedding is coming up, and her previous husband Dexter shows up because of the jazz festival, but also to kind of weasel in a bit. A little bit of remember me, jealousy, kind of remember the thing kind we had petty. going on. <laughs> like, he's a bad person. And then, uh, so. But he's so charming. That all is happening. The family, Tracy's family, loves Dexter. And is like, why did you get divorced? Her blah, sister blah, blah. loves Her Dexter. sister Caroline it's has a little, uh, yeah. it's a little much. It's a little weird. It's a little, it's a little weird because Caroline which is Tracy's younger sister kind of shows up at the beginning of the movie is really, really there for the first 25 minutes. And then we don't see her again yeah, until I the end. I'm like, so yeah, until oh, yeah. the very end we see her in a window <laughs> and she's just, she calls everybody to kind of stir the pot one more time. And then we never like, she has no more lines. We like never see her again. Hmm. Uh, so during this, there's Tracy's mom's husband. There is also estranged. He's got a mistress the editor of the magazine calls her and is like, hey, unless you let us send a photographer and a journalist to this wedding so we can cover it, we're going to blackmail you and release the whole deal about your husband's new mistress uh, on our, in our magazine, Spy Magazine. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so they blackmail her. And then, <laughs> and then the, that's how we get the third guy. Uh, who is played by Frank Sinatra, which is the reason we're all watching this because I'm a big Sinatra That was file. Frank Sinatra? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god! So I mean, uh, that he plays Mike. All the air just left the room. Yeah. We were like, wait. Yeah, he <laughs> plays. He plays Mike. So Mike and Liz show up and they cover the whole wedding. That and there's good. essentially there's just kind of loose shenanigans happen for a while. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, and then beginning and the end, I think of the movie are pretty strong. And then the middle, it's like two bricks like fastened with playing cards it's just kind of loose and was floppy strange yeah. for me yeah it was there's some really groovy long. scenes like i love when tracy and mike are in the drawing room in the house and she like walks over to a bookshelf and like pulls a book and it turns mm. into a bar and i just want to be in that room yeah you just like <laughs> the room yeah. you don't like good the, room what's happening i just like the room i like the room i the like coolest Frank's chairs after. the big yellow super chairs super sick chairs mm, i want those like, it's just a really cool house and a really cool scene. Remind me of the Biltmore a lot, too. I haven't mm. been to the Biltmore. I want to go so yeah. bad. It's just very ornate, just yeah. to the T's. Like yeah. old American High society. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've got this whole... Essentially, what the movie boils down to is it's Tracy, and she has these three guys that she's connected with. Her old husband, her new husband, and then Mike, who's kind of... They, <laughs> they have a will-they-won't-they they after she takes him on the car ride and shows him all the houses and goes, hey... Yeah, we're all rich and opulent, which is why you're here. However, this one went bankrupt. My uncle's selling this big house. We're Who knows how too. long we'll be here. Oh. <laughs> and so then she gets kind of humanized because when, when the journalists come into the scene, they're they're all bummed out about the opulence. They're like, oh, the, the servants and whatever, and the house is too big, and all this silver sucks, and they're bummed out, jaded, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and like then she, she kind of brings... <laughs> 
him and humanizes herself and brings him down to earth or whatever. And then he's like, Oh, and there's a pull scene. And I don't know. The movie's is kind of a mess, but it's, yeah, I think what <laughs> yeah. I like about it is I, it's got Frank Sinatra in it. It's got Bing Crosby mm-hmm. in it. I don't think it's either of their best roles, which is a lot of the criticism is Sinatra feels very wooden. Um, yeah. and Bing Crosby isn't as flashy as he is in say white Christmas. I surprisingly or surprising to me, I didn't, Really, I think Frank Sinatra's character was my least favorite. Oh, I think that's fair. Like he, I don't know, he's just boring and yeah. Kind of I'm with you there, but it's kind of disappointing not to see him be the lead. Yeah. which is well, not to be uh, a mafia guy. I want him to see him be like a gangster or something. Like, yeah, he doesn't oh. have that that swagger that he has yeah. in a lot of films, even in films I, like Guys and Dolls. He's got, he's a literal punching bag at one point. Yep. Like he just, yeah. yeah. Even in films like know. Guys and Dolls where he's not the lead per se, I think Marlon Brando would be more better characterized as the lead in yeah. that film. Uh, he has that, that special something to him, and he doesn't really have that in this movie. However, every time he opens his mouth and sings in this film, I'm locked oh, in. No, yeah. it's good. Yeah. I'm locked in. I mean, Bing Crosby and Frank Crosby, you could do though. worse. I, I'm, Look, man, I am Bing clearly. Bananas. I, I love Frank Sinatra's voice so, so much more than Bing Crosby's. However, <laughs> and here's part of it for me. Whenever I hear Bing Crosby sing, I cannot help but hear I'm dreaming of, of a, a white, white Christmas. Christmas. No, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. Bing Crosby is just Christmas to me, where Frank Sinatra is just all the time. He's big band. Yeah. He's. <laughs> Uh, fly me to the moon. He's New York, New York. Like he's he's so much more. Whereas now we only hear Frank's uh, Bing Crosby it's during Christmas. Christmas time. You hear Frank Sinatra all over the place. Yeah, uh, or at New Year's and at Christmas time. Or in New York. He's got the grooviest Chicago. jingle bells. <laughs> I love that J I N G L E bells. It's a good song. Uh, Chicago, uh, my kind of town. Chicago, Chicago is. is. I don't know the tune of the song. I'm a big, uh, big Frank Sinatra guy. So that's this. We so Danielle and I watched this movie last year, and probably the first half of the year, maybe even around this time. We had already started this show, but I was like, I want to watch old movies from the '50s, namely Sinatra films. This was. Uh, on my first watch, my number one or number two Sinatra film. I don't think it is. Hmm. It solidified my hard and fast number one as Ocean's Eleven. Um, <laughs> I still think I like... What I learned at the last night is, I don't think this is a good movie, but I like this movie, is kind of where I'm at. That's fair. I don't think the plot's very good. I think... I, I really want to watch the, the Philadelphia story to kind of get the better version. Um but I don't know. It's like, hey, hi. Uh, it, <laughs> like, it's a cool... The relationship drama's cool, but I feel like it's almost doesn't have as much of an exclamation point or even, like, an underline of mm-hmm. it's this guy yeah. or this guy or this guy. It's kind of loose. She's just kind of yeah. with George the whole time, but yet she's flirting and kissing the other two. Yeah, which made me not like her. And George doesn't even really get that mad at her for right. it. Right. She's not a good yeah. person. <laughs> she's yeah. not. She's, yeah, she's the villain a rich in the story. brat who gets drunk and fools around. Yeah. You know who she reminds me of? Who? Scarlett O'Hara. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I got such big gone with the wind vibes from this because it kind of follows the same format. You have like, she's kind of the aloof lady. You have kind of the suave debonair uh, Dexter guy kind of swooping in. Right. He kind of tangles things up a little bit for her. And like, 
I just, I don't know. I didn't really have like, there's no stakes really. No. Yeah. So, and so I didn't really get invested with There's like, no the stakes yeah. until the very, it was very end. Look at. There's yeah. no stakes. And I did like some of the songs. So the songs, songs were good. I did yeah. write down, uh, there's singing in this movie. Carl's going to hate it. <laughs> um, yeah. All the, <laughs> did you guys, although I will say, I wish there had been more Louis Armstrong. I really liked him as yeah. like the I narrative, for... like narrator. And there, he kind of he starts in the beginning, kind of is in like a little bit in the middle, and then he's kind of in the end, and not. Well, he I wish there was more of him. The film at yeah. the very beginning, they do the intro song. I the freaking curtain pulls on Satchmo at the very very beginning of the movie, and I'm like, I forgot he was in this, <laughs> and he's just like groovy and and doing his yeah. Louis Armstrong thing, and then so they do this first number, and then at the very end of the song, he just goes end of song. <laughs> <laughs> beginning of story and it's yeah. great i love it yeah. and then at the very so end good. of the movie he also just goes end of story and it's a good it's great <laughs> um, i love oh, louis armstrong I and do. also that was his a legitimate is, yeah. band of his nobody else sounds like yeah him. i feel like except this, your impression just there would have been more humor <laughs> like if we, we kept him as a narrator i feel like it would have just well, added some more humor like almost like a robin fox robin hood-esque yeah, well, like even, the rooster uh, with the guitar. Even American Graffiti with the the DJ kind of sprinkling in yeah. here and there. Oh, yeah. That was Just they did that a lot more. Yeah, they gave there, a lot more color and there's a guy to the story. There's a part in this movie where Satchmo comes back in the middle, middle-ish end, uh, and it's after Mike Frank Sinatra sings to Tracy. Uh, and, and at that point we have Frank Sinatra's character, Mike has gotten in with Tracy a bit. We have George who's very clearly has been in with Tracy the whole time since that's who he's, she's supposed to be marrying. But Louis Armstrong's boy kind of is Dexter being mm -hmm. Crosby's character. And he's kind of not really in it. And they make a narrative, almost, like a fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Uh, Louis Armstrong's line is something to the effect of, there's a dark horse in this race and my poor boy is running third, which is pretty meta because he breaks the fourth wall and then he has Dexter sing a jazz love song that kind of gets him back in with Tracy, which is interesting huh. to me that they didn't have a strong, like, writing like they they ha felt the need to bring louis armstrong back in as a fourth <laughs> wall he kind of plays a narrator and it's like my boy sucks let me make him sing a song so <laughs> yeah. that he has reason to be oh, in here man. uh which i thought was yeah. kind of interesting um there's also I, a line that i think he's somebody says to tracy this is what uh it's frank sinatra during the car ride or right before uh what are you 26 no children and I'm like, gross, <laughs> gross. Well, what you said was you should be, and you were like, dude. ooh. Okay. I didn't have, like, any kind of flavor for this movie until, until we got to the Little One song. Oh, my I, God. It, has, it put such a sour. That one was bad. gross. Was That's like, the song ooh. where Dexter, is that the one where Dexter sings to Caroline? Dexter's singing to Caroline, yeah. Because she's like, I'll marry <laughs> you, basically. The, girl, the little girl, so yeah. Because Caroline's so like, creepy. why won't you marry me, essentially? Like, I'll, And he's like, I'll, I'll wait, do it. I'll wait yeah, for I'm you. i waiting for you. <laughs> Don't take too long. I think in like, the 1950s, oh you could be like, oh, it's a sweet, like he's he's playing along. Yeah. But in yeah. 2024, it doesn't read the same. Yeah. And then he kisses her on the cheek and runs yeah. away. And no. she and, made and me pause the movie because she's like, did she just kiss him on the lips? And I'm like, I hope not. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. jail. <laughs> yeah. Then Louis says, right song, but the wrong girl. And I was like, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said out loud my thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. As like, you nailed that one. Oh, man. I have one more fact. If I can interject. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned 
Tracy's ring. Yeah, is it real? That is, what's the actress's name again? Help Grace Kelly. Out. That is Grace Kelly's actual engagement ring. Dude. From Prince Rainier the Third. Holy And that's why The shit. Rock is so big. That's the actual. So she was already engaged. She was engaged point. and she mm. had to have known at this point, this is my so life. So this was a love quintuple then. Huh? Yeah, there's a if real, real uh, there's a background. Real uh, <laughs> well, and there was a I little mean, bit of tension. Dang. Now, mm. this is rumored. And um, TCM, the classic movie kind of people. Uh, both television channel and archivists have disputed this in that there was a, there was reported and purported to be a feud between Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra on this film um, because Bing Crosby and Grace Kelly had had a thing. Oh, I didn't know that. And Frank Sinatra wanted, was kind of trying to get a, a feel for an affair with Grace Kelly. Huh. But was Spicy. afraid of That's a better plot than this movie. Was afraid of being rejected <laughs> and then embarrassed by Bing Crosby because he had already been there, done that, and also she was engaged to this actual royalty. But apparently, yeah. all that's bullshit. Aww. Both Gene Kelly and Frank Sinatra's estates have been like, Mm-mm, not a thing. Hmm. They were very amicable and hung out kind of during <laughs> this movie. And and there's also okay, well, kind good. of reported rivalry because Frank Sinatra was the younger. Bing Crosby, essentially. Yeah. He kind of took up the mantle. Dude. Gotcha. It kind of bothers me how old Bing Crosby is. Well, that's a Grace thing Kelly. with um, I know, Gene it's, Kelly. It's what and they Bing do. Crosby was 53. She's 26. I She's don't 26. Like it. I know it's what Frank they did. Sinatra was 40 in this. Yeah. That's better, okay. but still. That's still twice her age. Yeah. <laughs> and also, leave it to Frank Sinatra. No. I want to have another stinking affair. That dude just had affairs all the time. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. This might have been my first. Frank Sinatra? Probably. It was um, mine. Yeah, we haven't watched many others. I recommend Ocean's Eleven. It's a better movie. Hmm. It's slow, though. Oh, I, Ocean's Eleven in, uh, is... Was it LA Confidential that he was going to be in there, but he wasn't? Oh, yeah. I teased so. that, didn't I? Yeah, because he's yeah, an you, archival <laughs> I got footage. so excited to he see it. He was literally on a TV screen in the yeah. background for half a second. Yeah, and he got a credit, though. He did. No, Ocean's Eleven's a better and movie. A check, probably. But Ocean's Eleven is very slow to start because they introduce 11 stinking people and they are yeah. all famous people from the fifties. Uh, so they're not all people we know. Like it's Rat Pack and Rat Pack adjacent, but it's like, you know, from variety shows a million years ago and it doesn't quite just land. Well. well, it's not that it hasn't aged well. It's mm-hmm. just that it is a product of its time. Yeah. And the th- I know three of the 11 guys. You know, I yeah. know Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. and Frank Sinatra. I don't know the other eight. So it's a lot of you know, bringing in this whole crew and it takes a while to get going. But if you can kind of sit there and, and enjoy the grooviness of the fifties, it's, it's, it's a good watch. And when it gets rolling, like the high stuff is cool, even though there are zero stakes (laughs) in the, you, you do not feel pressured for even a second of that movie. Um, I have not seen newer oceans movies, by the way. That's what I was just thinking. There's not as much. I've I don't really think there's stakes in there either. They're just fun watches. I mean, oceans kind of easy. Of great. It's a lot yeah. of smoking and drinking and gambling and, and cool mm-hmm. business. Uh, but no, business. I want to. I want to see the new one. But I, I really like Ocean's yeah. Eleven. It's a good film. Um, it's fun to watch both and compare. This is a stupid question, but I always have stupid questions. What were they? Were they just smoking cigarettes in this movie? Because they were just white. Yeah, non-filters. They didn't well, they filters right their own. So the, the, the brown... Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, hand rolls or okay. even... Like, filters weren't a thing, really. So you smoked the whole 
thing. Like yeah. the the, the yeah. brown part of the end of modern cigarettes is a filter. Uh, and, and we didn't The little portable cases Were pretty sick though Oh mm-hmm. man And yeah. some of them Lighters yeah. built in I actually yeah. have An old uh, cigarette case Lighter From my Dad's late mom uh, And it's super cool it's, it's in my safe Because I don't smoke Or need a lighter <laughs> <laughs> So But I have it And it's it's pretty neat It was a cool thing To play with And just be like You know it's a massive lighter Like it's It's as wide as my phone And Jeez. almost as tall It's a really big thing Because it holds like Eight cigarettes in it Yeah uh, and then, you know, the top part, it has to be separate because that's where lighter fluid goes and, and, and whatnot. But yeah, hmm. smoking, man, I wish it wasn't bad for you because I would smoke like a chimney. <laughs> it looks so cool. I'm glad uh. that it is bad for you because then our whole house would still smell like stinky cigarettes. Yeah, like it gives you cancer. And also I have heart crap and I'm not allowed to really have any stimulants. So yeah. that's two strikes. Yeah. I'm out yeah. there. One of my favorite lines in this movie was um, Tracy to the big sister to her younger sister goes, Oh, darling, isn't it time for your milk and arsenic? And milk I was and like, arsenic. God damn. Because she's being a little shitter. These sisters hate each other, though. You almost dropped There were some pretty good singers in there. It's like, she got her good, man. Get mm-hmm. wrecked, little sister. There's some cool lines. Um, bar rolling out Most of the Most of them were there, like when, they, when she was pretending to be ridiculous. Oh, she's like, oh, I kind of. Like a murder streak in her or something like that. Like yeah. Yeah. a bunch of really. I kind of like that she comes out to like that whole like section when they get the reporters get there and, and she's they're messing like, with them. Ah, you How know, do being you do? just the speaking most French to each other. <laughs> yeah. Extra. Was, that was funny. Kind of so, pulling their legs. What was Dexter's deal? Was he? You said he was in town. So he, but was, he was staying at the house. I thought he lived there. I thought that was his house, and they were yeah, letting the music yeah, for me the too. festival. I'm not 100% sure. He just lives sure. next door? Yeah, he had a house next door, and, and he was into the music <laughs> yeah. scene. So he was, I don't know if he was a producer or a, yeah. a bookie or something, but he was musically involved. Just which had is, a shoehorn. And that's kind of the... Louis Armstrong the, di- Yes. And that's the difference with George, too, is that George has new money, and Bing is comfortably probably middle class, uh, and Frank Sinatra as well, because he's a reporter. So she's got... Basically, kind of almost three tiers of guy, mm. um, and then what? What her realization is with the pool scene uh, is that the guy that George thinks she is, or sorry, the lady that George thinks she is, is not who she actually is. Yeah, it's who he's, he's projecting her to be, and that's where she is starts to go cold on George and is in the bathing suit Danielle really likes. <laughs> you were big on the is fashion. Oh no, 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 oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. I She's big on the fashion in this movie. That was mm-hmm. another reason why on our first watch, I really liked this movie was just because the outfits were so good. And Grace Kelly is just so elegant and beautiful. Like the bathing suit. I was like, that's just so Even cute the cover and up. chic. The cover up. <laughs> her dress for the ball. Fabulous. The, the wedding her, dress. Her wedding man. dress. Yeah. Uh, I the mean, fashion's great. The suits yeah. are good. Danielle's got hot points for her. Uh, suits absolutely. are good. I want to talk about. <laughs> She's the hottest one in this movie. <laughs> I want to. I went a little big brain on the cover up, the pool cover she's wearing, because it's very long, white, robish, and it's oh. and, and she wears that at a point in the story where George uh, is talking about how he had, uh, uh, views her. Up on a pedestal. Up on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And then her dad comes in and says, uh, condescendingly calls, refers to her as a goddess in her own mind. And I'm like, oh, and she's pedestal goddess. And mm-hmm. she looks almost like she's in a Greek toga. Yeah. And I wondered if that uh, was a deliberate. Like of marble. Yeah. I wonder if that was deliberate or if I'm giving either the 
pretty just, iffy script and or the costuming too much credit. But yeah, I, it, a rich it, person. It, it connected some dots know. for me. I liked it. Every time I you mean, say, either way, it works. So yeah. yeah. Every time you say George, I think George Costanza in my head, and it's really <laughs> throwing. <laughs> it's really throwing me Might off. As well be. That's Gosh. the George that keeps coming to mind. Though. Imagine George Costanza. You did this when, on our wedding night. When, oh, when, yeah, <laughs> right. When Mike comes up and they're both <laughs> soaking wet from the pool, and he's like, "You just swam, huh? You just swam." Like, uh, Are you what? <laughs> you what? <laughs> I was in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think this is a better movie. I'm gonna go in the water, and she's just like, ah. and uh, that scene's really hilarious because she. So, in uh, from what I read, uh, in the Philadelphia story, like. Uh, Dexter had a drinking problem, which is the source of their contempt. Mm. That was the other thing. I was like, why? It's not really explained in this why they break up. And in the movie, there's a drinking problem. And I think she gets drunk for something and they have a falling out. I'm not 100% sure on that. I know that he has a drinking problem in the story. And then, but, and the reason I think that is when I was reading that plot, it made a note of saying that when she gets drunk with the whole pool night for her, would that be considered her? Bachelorette. It's I, kind of a pre-dinner like rehearsal was. dinner. I feel, oh, it's probably rehearsal, rehearsal dinner. dinner. Uh, the the Philadelphia story. Something, yeah. The yeah. Bachelor something. But there the, was some reference to like a bachelor bachelorette party. The yeah. Philadelphia story script made a point to say that that was the second time ever she had gotten drunk. Oh. So I I, I it, it seems like they had a little bit of a booze fueled hard time in the I, first one and in both scripts insanely. A model boat gets her to come around. <laughs> He's like, remember when we were on a honeymoon and Man. I fed you a sandwich with a glove in it? That weren't those good times? She and gave wait. you a nice good glass of straight tomato, tomato juice? juice? No. Yeah, straight out of the Who's can. Who's drinking tomato juice as juice? Could Nobody. Had a V8, baby. Nobody. Oh. <laughs> right? So I mean, let us know in the comments oh, below man. if you like to drink a nice cold tomato yeah, juice. Yeah, do you drink tomato juice? If so, unsubscribe. Yeah, we don't want you. <laughs> <Ugh>. Gross. <laughs> I will say, awful lot of fuss for a second wedding. I feel like if you get married a second time, you don't make as much of a fuss of it. And freaking, they're rich, though. No just one say, yeah. reacted in the slightest to her not marrying George. Yeah, and then they're just like, Dexter okay. just coming yeah. around the corner and being like, no, we're going to marry. Also, nice they didn't talk man. through any of their pro- like problems. Oh, he gives her a boat and she's they're like, gonna get divorced I'm together. back in. There's also a little bit of, uh, there's a little bonus, little nibble in the Philadelphia story with the um, no wedding part. So in in that, Mike actually offers first to marry her. And huh. she turns him down because she knows that the newspaper lady's into Mike. And so right. then Dexter's like, well, we could give it a, another go. And then she's super into that. And they get huh. married. That's and, and, and this yeah, script... Uh, Mike and the newspaper lady kind of get together on their own off to the side and they have a nice come around. Yeah, I thought that Mike and Dexter were going to be like at each other's throats more. Mike and Dexter? No, mm-hmm. they're super chill. Yeah. They're they're, friends. they're yeah. very level-headed through the whole pool night incident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and George That's- is bummed out. And George is made to be the ridiculous villain kind of in the story. And he's... Not I reasonable because he has definite downsides, but he's also like. But I mean, his fiance is macking on two other dudes the day before their wedding. I yeah, mean, yeah. He it's can a, be it's kind a little, of upset. It's a bit much. And she definitely talks him out of getting married with an initiative. You know, like it's 
She's the villain. He was if she was gonna get married, like he would have gotten married to her. Yeah, right. Like if she was still in with George, he would have been like, okay, yeah. And cool. he, she talks him out of it. Yeah, which is very interesting. And I can't believe Dexter's just like, okay, cool, I'm back in. Well, that's why he's there in the freaking first place. Yeah, I know. that's why I like Dexter's character. I think just Bing Crosby because he's kind of the same. It's the same vibe in White Christmas. Suave, mm-hmm. very Mature. slick. He's playing the long slick game. Slick is a good one. Yeah, yeah. He's, that's very like, like he's cunning invested. almost. Like he's mm-hmm. he's in it, but also he's just chill and seems. He seems like he's got good intentions too. Like he's yeah. not. He's yeah. He's just playing Bing Crosby though. Like it's kind of yeah. that's what well, those Frank Sinatra's like, Frank Sinatra's Frank Sinatra's kind of Frank. Yeah. Even what was it? Kelly something. Grace, Grace Kelly was Kelly. playing Grace Kelly, Grace and like Kelly. we don't really have that anymore Jean except Kelly for like Tom Cruise. Nick Cage. Like he's just always Tom. Yeah. Again, Nick maybe Cage is always Nick Reeves. Cage. But like I guess back then that was just how they did it. Chris like, Evans people didn't really is always transform Chris Evans for roles. too. Yeah. Chameleons a little bit more. Yeah, like we, a we Captain America versus change, though, Knives think, no. Out is different. I haven't seen Knives Out. It's a different character. I haven't either, but I saw a YouTube video that said it ruined cinema. So no, Carl, <laughs> Knives Out is good. It ruined I'm, cinema. I'm it is, I is saw the same YouTube it. video. I'm mad about the YouTube video. Well, like, no, no, no. They, they I think they had a point in that. I think I, I don't remember. I didn't watch the video, but I watched the first six <laughs> minutes. And wasn't title. it something like, "Hey, mm-hmm. it was a blockbuster that was released on streaming, and now they all do that." Oh, okay. it was a precedent changer, not really. It a was bad a precedent movie. change too. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, the okay. other, the other point he was making is like, hey, before, like years ago, the movie was like five bucks, and now movies are like an expensive dinner's worth of money. So nobody goes and sees. And it also one of the points that it made too is that we don't have any mid-budget films anymore. No, which is they're sad. all going straight to streaming. They're not going to theaters anymore. Hmm. Which, so, and Knives like Out Roadhouse. was a mid-budget film. Well, Roadhouse, yeah, maybe that's it's isn't going that going to, to, to streaming them? Yeah. yeah. So now we only Most have comedies Dunes. were kind of that middle budget. Rom-coms, yeah. yeah. We, they're the death Super of the bad. rom-com. I mean, the only Rich. rom-com we have in recent memory is Crazy Rich Asians. There's been a couple more since then. Some of them have hit. Some of them have not. I really <laughs> liked one on Netflix. Oh, what is it called? Always Be My Maybe. That one was really, that was cute. That title's enraging. I feel like there's like 30 <laughs> Netflix like romantic rom-com movies they're mostly that trash. Have all of the same have cast, the longest titles the same plot yeah very Ten long things titles. i hate about you always be my maybe these are, first these are not, there's one yeah. on netflix well, that's not that like, long but to all to all the boys i love before that one's good yeah that's way too long that one's good that one's based they're off of long what's up with that it seems like a lot of these new rom-coms have like very like asian central stories like crazy rich asians obviously and then always be my maybe is also like an asian centric and so is um mm. To all the boys. Yeah, but good. Interesting. We've been, no, it's great. We've been it's so just an interesting. White for so long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, is there anything else to say about this kind of crap movie? Um, <laughs> I wrote down context versus presentation because I thought it was interesting, and it, I feel like Frank Sinatra was like the biggest culprit of this. But like, what he's singing is basically like. Uh, I want to nail you, <laughs> right? Like, essentially, but he's saying it so elegantly and beautifully that we're like was... kind of glossing over it, you know? He's oh, very I forward. I noticed. Yeah, it's very forward, very direct. But I mean, you notice for sure, but it's just like you almost let it pass, and it's just like music now is just so direct. <laughs> like when it does he's... not beat around the bush at all. It was the wop so... of its time. When yeah. he's dancing oh, with Sam at the end outside of the pool. I forget what the lyrics of the song were, but I was like, if he was saying these just words to Jail. her, it would be yeah. 
absurd. He was like, yeah, you make love to me or like make yeah. love as yeah, an yeah, art. Yeah. Like, I'll do it for you. It's like, what are you doing, Frank? We were <laughs> this really <is> classy. <laughs> this is high society. They were really like, horny uh, back then. Yeah. <laughs> All they that really sexual were. But they dressed it up a lot more professionally. But yeah, sing well, about now, it. now everyone's all mad because we have stuff like WAP and there's a lot of sexual overt sexuality and like rap yeah. music and stuff. But when, 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 when it was white people doing it, it we were so fine. Literal. When Elvis was out there like <laughs> yeah. humping his mic stand, we were all groovy with it. But Lil Nas releases one song. Yeah, and now everybody's mad. Hey, white people, come on, come on, man. Oh, man. Do better. We'll do better. Frank Sinatra's too horny in this movie. It's, it's, no, it's no different than Megan the Stallion. I have one thing I want to talk about. It's no different. When I can't remember when it was. I think it was like near the end of like the bachelorette party or whatever. This guy pops out of the bushes who looks like an SNL Indiana Jones. Who was that guy? Wait, what? Do you remember this? No. He pops out of the bushes wearing like a fedora and like a brown trench coat or like a brown coat. I do remember. And he was like, what's going on? And he's like something about looting. And I was like, who is this guy? And he just kind of disappears. And I was like, what happened? It was so, it looks like a budget Indiana. Oh. The dogs just the hit the camera. are fighting. Hey, sorry. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I was like, who is this guy? Sorry for the earthquake. They're on Carl's cam. It's fine. <laughs> okay. They'll never know. <laughs> They'll never know. Yeah, I do remember Jeez. that guy. And I yeah. kind of forgot about two that guy. times, he, and I don't yeah. remember him. Oh, feels good to be on this side of He's only on screen for like three seconds. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just yeah. a strange. I was just like, who? What? I'm like <laughs> that guy from National Treasure. They're Wait a minute. Like, you mean you guys don't know? Except like Riley missing, or a, missing a brief cameo Riley. is not like missing a plot MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> the driving force behind the movie. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I want to say is Technicolor was just really knocking it out of the park. Every scene was beautiful. And, yeah. You know, I kind of I love old restored film movies look super good. Although we watched yeah. Scene in the Rain last night and then again had a five minute conversation about how much makeup Gene Kelly's so wearing. So much makeup. <laughs> yeah. Dude's got more foundation yeah. than my house. Hmm. <laughs> this yeah. movie's kind of felt... Brought to you in Technicolor, I was like, we are going to see some scary crystal blue eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 This movie kind of felt like a play to me for a little bit in, yeah. well, in the first man. part. Oh, yeah. What? It's oh, adapted from a play. Well, no, no, no. My point is the way that it looked on camera, like it was these big sets, these big rooms. Yeah. Well, yeah that's... You had the entire person head to toe in the shot. Like, we were right, but there we're, wasn't a lot of close-up shots. Or... We're what, 30 years into movies? Yeah. That, yeah, <laughs> that's just some of just framing. Yeah, 30, 40 years. They just took from films. what they knew how to do, yeah. which was plays. We're probably thirty but minutes, it did feel thirty very years stagey. into talkies, maybe talkies. Like talkies. Or so. I don't know. It was I. Right. All right, movie. All right, movie. It's not Citizen Kane, for, that's for sure. Ugh, Citizen or Kane. Or Casablanca. I'd rather, Kane. I'd rather watch this. We should have just watched Kane. Casablanca again instead of this movie. One day I'll do that. Probably should have watched uh, the Philadelphia a, story. Yeah, there's a love triangle. I think the Philadelphia story's on there. He did remind me of Laszlo George, just that he was a boring straight character. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Should we do uh, hot points? Hot points. Yes. Have yeah. Hot points. All right. I have something in lieu of hot points. Let's do some hot oh. points. Well, there wasn't really, I feel like, a main leading fella to be our hot point candidate. So instead, we have compare and contrast. All right. Well, so do. <laughs> okay. In my opinion, the most physically attractive one of them is George, but personality-wise, no. Mm-hmm. That's fair. If I, personality, like my least favorite, like if I had to choose one of them, it would not be Bing Crosby. I don't like, I don't know. He's a little too like, 
flippant and goofy and he's old so like and like that's too much of an age gap so if i had to pick one like george he's got the looks but the personality eh, i would pick frank frank is my character in the film not yes not frank not famously hot tempered frank sinatra no frank's (laughs) character in the film no i wouldn't pick any of these people in real life (laughs) no frank's character in the film he's got a little bit of humor he's got the voice God, I feel like he's a good midpoint looks wise. He's middle so. class. Yeah, he's kind of rough around the edges, rough but we can fix him. But yeah. open to new things. You know, Tracy took him on a little ride and he was like, okay, I see you. Yeah. So <laughs> if I had to pick one, I'd, I would pick Frank. He'll get drunk I would pick pool. Mike, I guess. <laughs> I mean, hey, getting drunk at the pool is great. Amen. So there you go. And he was respectful. Everyone, the wine got the best and the worst ever. He took her, put her There's in bed, about this. and walked away. I mean, I think, who's your favorite character in the movie? I mean, uh, I was going to say, obviously, Grace Kelly, but she's kind of a bad person. So I don't know. Uh, the reporter, gr- the reporter girl who we haven't talked about, like, at all. Yeah. She's oh, pretty yeah. good. She was, she was there, nice. too. She I got, there, I got yeah. mine. Who's yours? My favorite character is Uncle Willie. Oh, my Uncle God. Willie. Uncle Willie has a good time. Yeah. I like it at the end where he's getting the getting the drinks and stuff at the, when he's when they're all hung over. Yeah. And he and and Bing Crosby. <laughs> I think it's Bing takes him out of the scene to go get a drink. And he, his response to the hair of the dog was, Oh, medicinal. And I like that. That's good. <laughs> it's like adventure time. And it's like mathematical. Yeah, yeah. I have another line from him that I really loved. And he's walking, he's like stumbling up, like barely, barely alive. And birds chirping. And he's like, shut up, you fool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's great. He was like, yeah. Yeah. He's great. And also he's he, good. when, when he is, cause they do the old switcheroo when they're just screwing with the newspaper people and she comes up and calls him father. He just rolls with it immediately. Yeah. He's like, "Fine, yeah. Uncle Willie's down, dude." I wake he's up great. and look at the mirror, and I'm like, "What do I? What did I do to deserve to be whoever?" Yeah, he's he's good. I like Uncle Willie. He's my favorite character. Y'all have a favorite or, um, probably Dexter. Dexter, yeah, Carl. Yeah, I think probably Dexter. But I did like the uh, photographer for the news. I yeah, forgot her name though. Yeah, uh, we'll never know. Ida, Liz. Liz. Liz Embry. I don't know where I pulled Ida from. Oh, Miss yeah. Embry. Well, Embry, Liz Ida. Liz Embry. Yeah. It's kind of Liz, too. Liz Something about burned at the stake. She, Mike and Liz. Mike and Liz. Mike and Liz. Mike and Liz. <laughs> well, let's do hit, mid, or miss. Should I start? Yeah. Do it. Mid. <laughs> <laughs> mid. Daniel's mid. Mid. Carl. And mid. Is this our this is our first all mid uh, first certified? Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Certified big room midder. We're a, all in agreement. This is an <laughs> foghorn movie. I'm sad it doesn't hold up. Certified foghorn. No, it, and it was a steep drop off. Why did we like it so much? I don't know, because I probably had two gin and tonics. It's an easy it was just watch. Feeling groovy. It's, yeah, it's, it's got its where own was charm. It's your... nice to look at. The songs are nice. I mean, That's true. it does a lot it's of things well. It's just not a profound story. Yeah. Yeah. Second Sinatra film. So you're still kind of high on the... It's Frank Sinatra in a movie. Yeah, yeah. it's seen Ocean's Eleven and then this. And then Guys and Dolls. Which is... And bit. then... On, uh, Pal Joey. Pal Joey bit. was okay. I didn't like Pal Joey. And then On, on the, the Town. town. I on like the Town's on the a good town. one. Uh, yeah, so we've seen five or so. And Robin and the Seven Hoods. Robin and the Seven Hoods. That one's that one okay, too. too. That's another rap hacky. Uh, that one's just it's what if Ocean's Eleven story, was yeah. a little worse. 
Um, it does make that's me... got some good scenes. Robin and the Seven Hoods is a, is a good movie because we watched White Christmas, a banger Christmas. film. I might be my new favorite Christmas movie. I really liked that one. I really liked Bing Crosby in this. I might might be a Bing not that I have Bing time, Bing. but it makes me want to go watch more of his movies. You're a Microsoft is Bing fan. Bing his real oh. name. Let's look it up. Bing. See, just like Drew Barrymore, it makes yeah. sense altogether. Bing Crosby yeah. altogether, sure, but just Bing. Bing. Harry Lillis like a- Crosby Jr. Harry. Harry. Okay. He looks like Where did a they Harry. Get Bing from who knows? Where did they get Bing huh. from? Well, it's like uh, Yogi Berra. I watched a documentary on uh, New York Yankees legend and Hall of Famer Yogi Berra, and he got his name from when he was in an amateur baseball league. He would sit on the ground instead of in the dugout with his legs and arms crossed, and he looked like a yogi. So <laughs> okay. he became Yogi Berra forever. Hmm. What's a yogi? Like, like a yoga person. Yeah. Oh, yoga instructor. Okay. I forget I what like... religion that is, Carl. Is that like me? I don't know. Hindu, Hindu Buddhism. <laughs> Sorry, Something. Greater Asia area. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Four white people wrong about yeah. stuff. Let us know in the comments below. Speaking yeah. of wrong about stuff, <laughs> well, well, yeah. did Sinatra remind anybody else of a young Nicholson? A little bit? I don't know. I haven't seen enough. I've only seen old Nicholson films. And then another one that I'm going to take a big swing on is oh uh, Bing Crosby <laughs> kind of reminded me of a Matthew McConaughey a little bit and kind of his slow southern draw charm. But if the way you kind it, of talk, but in a more like like Matthew McConaughey's great grandfather or something. What's the word I'm looking for? Like old Hollywood. Yeah, he's got yeah. that properness where McConaughey's like mid Atlantic, not Atlantic, transatlantic, transatlantic kind but of that era. And he kind of gave me Paul Newman vibes, where he just kind of has that boyish charm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm reaching. Those might be swinging <laughs> and misses for me. Yeah. I, I could <laughs> see the Matthew, if Matthew McConaughey was, was in Southern. Was in Southern and was in so 1950. So they both talk slowly, yeah. which I yeah, think and there's that. Low, they both have yeah, lower, lower vocal registers, and mm. they're suave. suave. That, yeah, that was and kind of that, it. Like, the way he was talking at the end was very, like, I was like, I could see... Kind of, kind They've of got a humorous, uh, a humorous way to like kind of draw they, peace they among a mischievous quarrel. twinkle in their eyes. Right. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. They yeah. get away with murder with their charm. Redeemed myself. Yeah. No, I like mm. it. I like it. That's yeah. good. So we've done hit, mid, or miss. We're done. We did it. Done. So we have time for tangents. We have time for tangents. So this is the part of the uh, episode where if you like us, stick around, and if you only care about movies and want. F- for some reasons, <laughs> you, you, may, you may leave now. <laughs> yeah, you are free to go. Should we You're do your your scoot. big adventure first? I mean, sure. Let's do your big adventure first. So <laughs> okay. la- yesterday, you ate a camera. I ate a camera yesterday. <laughs> you've had yep. you've had gut issues for I mean a hundred years. I mean, I've always had gut issues, but it's finally gotten to the point where. I can't eat any food without being in pain, so that's not fun. I learned something yesterday. It's pronounced endoscopy, not endoscopy. Yeah. I still say endoscopy. endoscopy. I don't know what endoscopy I wrong. So you had to have an endoscopy done. Yep. They put you night night. Yep. Put a camera down your throat. Yep. It was great. You loved they it. They hurt my uvula, and it's been 
swollen yeah. ever since. Yeah, your mm. little throat's punching My bag is all throat. jacked up. I want to talk about the waiting room. So we were in the waiting yeah. room for 100 years. <laughs> and here's the thing. So I, th- <sighs> I you know this. I didn't put it in a chat where Carl was in. So we are in this waiting room. You were spo- We got there at 1230. You're supposed to go back at 130. You didn't go back until 230. 230. I'm so... The healthcare system sucks. Sucks. Why did you have me get there an hour early just to take me back an hour late? And we got to watch like, like there for six flight. people that got there after us go first, but they might have uh, all been colonoscopy people. No, who knows? There was a lady who got there same time as us, no appointment, no had appointment. an endoscopy, and got wheeled back before me. And I was like, <laughs> this is injustice. Here's the best mm. part, though. We're sitting there. You had gone into the room to pay $1,000. I, I, I paid the money. And then you came back. So you leave, and I'm like, she's gone. So I put headphones in, and I'm playing my Switch like David. And I, I <laughs> just felt I felt so awkward playing my Switch in public. But I was sitting next to a lady who was on an iPad Pro, like typing War and Peace, oh like God. the longest novel. And she had the keyboard sounds on. So it was just peck, 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 peck. And at one point... She gave up eventually and started reading. An ear-piercing alarm went off for some reason, and she goes, what the fuck? And it was the best. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best. 70-some-year-old woman, what the fuck? She had, like, purple in her hair, and we're like, this is a groovy lady. Um, Oh, man. I wish I'd heard that. Then we learned why the alarm went off. Because the fire department came. Yep. There's an engine over by our car, and then an ambulance pulled up right in front of the door. We're waiting for a procedure, and an ambulance comes, and Danielle's like, maybe it's a false alarm. And as soon as she said that, the <laughs> full gurney and paramedics came oh. in, and they go back into like the operating section, which... If you can describe, it's not like a normal <laughs> like, operating room. No, so the operating room, wrong. <laughs> it's just one room, and everybody's in a line with curtains around it. Yeah, that's it. Because so that's not... the waiting area. So there's the room with curtains, and then there's a hallway, and there's like individual rooms where they stick the cameras in places. But the like waiting area, you're just in a line of beds, and it's horrible. Huh. So they wheel the gurney into this basically like mash style just anything goes kind of operating center <laughs> where i guess it's like that because it, it I, I mean they're cranking them out they're you know right you and get there you get in bed you get your iv they take you back they will you out they wake you up you're out yeah and it's so like it's you're just... getting a camera in your mouth you're getting a camera in your butt there's no scalpels you know what i mean but they wheel in a gurney and then out they wheel this 80 or 90-year-old woman so old. who is moaning in agony. <laughs> oh, no. And I, unfortunately, started dying laughing. <laughs> Not because this poor old lady is going, oh, oh, and they're wheeling her out, but because we're waiting for a procedure and they wheel out this dying fossil. And I'm like, did they put it in the wrong end? What did they do to this lady? And she's moaning and, and they took forever to get her out of the door that, by the way, was right there. There was an exit right there. And I'm like, get her out of here. We're all waiting to have cameras shoved in us. And now it's like, is Dr. What's-His-Face having a bad day? Did he just kill someone's sainted granny? And you were like, I'm dying laughing. There's a lady next to us also cracking jokes about it. And you're about to have an operation done. I'm just like, this is... And they just killed grandma. This isn't helping my anxiety. It was awesome. Like, yeah. but I don't understand what they did. Like, she had to have other issues. Oh, 
Oh, and I'm like, get her out. <laughs> Will faster. <laughs> like you, you reminded me of when uh, Stephen and I were waiting on for a uh, flight a couple weeks ago, and uh, we were out at the terminal a million years early, and there was a broken 737 there, and it was our terminal going to the place we were going. We were the next flight, and we were concerned it was weather because it was a big winter storm, and it turned out that the plane was just broken, and so their flight got canceled. So there's like. 90 people here who are bummed out because their flight got canceled. <laughs> and Steven, we learned the pilot comes and he tells everybody that no, the plane's just broken. And Steven, in the midst of this angered chaos, goes, Get that hunk of junk out of our way so we can go home. <laughs> and that's what you brought yeah, up. So I like, you're like, Get this wheeling dead woman out of here. So I can go back. Get this old lady out of the way so I can go. It's oh. been an hour. <laughs> Move her. She's obviously, it's not working. It's time. And then obviously they take me working. back. They take me back. As soon as I mm. go behind the like forbidden door, I freak out, start crying. Oh, not good. Freak and out. then you came back. And then like they check me and they make me sign all these papers. And then they're like, actually, we don't have a bed for you. So you need to go sit back down. So then I'm like, so then you come Great. back out once again. I'm playing my video game and listening to Harmontown. And you come out and you're crying. And I'm crying because I'm, like, I'm like, I don't want to do this good. anymore. I don't like it. I'm like, they're going to put you like to sleep. It. You're not going to know. You just get to take the best nap ever. Yeah. But before that, they oh, shove, they put tubes in your nose and then they before make you. you? Mm. Like, yeah, it's like an oxygen thing. They give you oxygen. So it just sits on your nose, but still. And then, like, they make make you you bite on a thing. And then I was like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently the procedure nurse knew my sister. So I'm, like, sobbing. And she's like, how's April? (laughs) 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 April didn't cry at all when she did hers. (laughs) You know, like, so her son's went to high school. You get to see the footage? No. We got some pictures. And they're like, here's your duodenum. No, but the, they, duodenum. I want to see what's inside me. Yeah. Duodenum. I've I have um, um, duodenum. They they put a camera in you and then they took biopsies. So they're just I, I imagine they have little like ant pinchers and they're grabbing skin and then they go got one and I, they took a bunch of stuff so they can test you for diseases. Yeah, hmm. I might have huh. a disease. You might have celiac and so no a, results H yet. pylori. Yeah. No, we got to wait a week or two. But now your uvula is all jacked up. and It's been really annoying. I just feel it all the time on the back of my tongue. Which imagine feeling your uvula. Like that's a thing I've never felt. Mine, when (gasps) I sleep with my mouth open, it'll like swell up. Yeah. And I wake up in the morning and it's just laying on my tongue. So you know, it's it's so annoying. Do you have a sleep sleep apnea? Probably. My dad has it. And I often wake up in the middle of the night and like, I'm gasping for air. You have sleep apnea. Yeah. You need I a, should I should go. You should go. I don't want to have to wear that to sleep. But then you want to stop clean it. You want to die in your you gotta sleep. Clean it you so you don't die? get a, Well, you have to keep it really clean <laughs> so you don't get a respiratory disease. <sighs> it's just you have to Swollen's never good. And then a machine and then water and it's a whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. and and but you know what sleep apnea is? What? You stop breathing in your <laughs> yeah. sleep, well, yeah. and then you wake up because you haven't been breathing for a while. <laughs> yeah. We, have a, we had a, a guy at the church I went on a couple trips with, like to baseball games and to casinos and stuff for his various birthdays and whatnot. Uh, and he has sleep apnea mm-hmm. and didn't have a mask. And you know, I've stayed in hotel rooms with this guy who snores like nothing else I've ever. Oh my god! Seen. But the game was. Get really tired. Impossible to fall asleep while he's snoring. So I had to wait for him to stop breathing. 
<laughs> and then try to fall asleep in that 45 second window when he wasn't breathing. <laughs> and it worked every time. I was like, all right, now <laughs> fall asleep. It's great. My dad has sleep apnea. And I remember being a kid and being in hotel rooms all together. And just <laughs> that like TikTok of like the sobbing person, like with all the snoring. That was me. Because <laughs> I go to bed so way later loud. than all that. You have yeah. to beat those people to sleep or it's yeah. over. But yeah. in our I marriage. I've never beat anybody to sleep, but she goes I, to sleep first. She snores like a chain. Yeah, so the pressure snore, of trying to beat them to sleep keeps me up. Yeah. She's the <laughs> snorer. Yeah. I don't snore at all. I would rather be the snorer than the snorey because I couldn't. Well, and it's it's 100%. the it's the devil's mix because she's the snorer, but she goes to sleep like an hour, hour and a half before I do. Like, which she's, is still at like midnight. She's out at twelve, twelve thirty. I'm not out till one thirty, two a.m. Which is insane. Well, it's, I don't sleep very well. Yeah, but because there's someone snoring. Yeah, maybe it's my it's my <laughs> fault. <laughs> Sleeping next to a lumber Aww. mill. Sorry, sorry, babe. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah, my dad and brothers both snore so loud that it's like, are you doing a bit? Like it's like I can't even, I can't even yell as loud as they snore. It is insane. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, are there bears in here? What is going on? Like, it's comical, and I'm like, I'm just laughing all night because I'm like, I can't even believe this is real. <laughs> And then they, like, wake themselves up, and I laugh even harder. Like, you guys laughed at that gurney lady. I'm just, it's so it's so ridiculous. And I'm, like, a silent sleeper. I'm, like. I hope that lady's not uh, dead. I don't know, man. It's she really crazy. funny. Oh. <laughs> She's still in a hospital room somewhere making those. Moaning and agony. Probably, I've never probably. been around someone who moaned in agony. That moan reminds me of Leslie Nope when she finds uh, found out she was from Eagleton. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, really, uh, you tried telling that kid she's not from Bonnie. I couldn't. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Those really are adventures. Show. I mean, you ate a camera. I left water running for a long time. We're doing great. We're doing it. We're doing We're great. Figuring it out. We're crushing high it. Society. <laughs> high society. Well, I mean, hey. that's been about an episode. Yep. It's worth of time. Should we? Yeah. We need to. Uh, oh, the bucket. Jesus our Christmas. Movie. Oh, yeah. We got one of two. Should we let Carl pick him? We'll the... Oh, yeah. You get to pull. It's yeah, Rom-Com Monthly. You're a woman. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <gasps> this is the pulling song now. It's so hard. Again, it's so hard to grab tickets when they're like, there's none of them. We're watching. And this is the one I wanted because Friday is my birthday. <gasps> You've got mail. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Anyways. Remind me of Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Okay. It's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and it's my favorite rom-com, and Phoebe's eating the ticket again. Phoebe! Phoebe, don't eat the <laughs> don't ticket! Don't eat the no. ticket! So, this rom-com, as they all are, are very is very of its time, because our main characters meet and fall in love via... Phoebe! Via Wait, she's got it in her mouth, dude. She, you got us. <laughs> we, we did what? 14 months of the show, she yeah. never ate a ticket. And now you yeah. throw a ticket on the ground and she consumes pain. Maybe we can't throw the tickets anymore. No, we're doing it still. We just got to control this just animal. got to tell people <laughs> no. Anyways, they meet and fall in love via dial-up internet. AOL messaging. That's mm. awesome. 
I love so that. get you, ready for lots you've of. You've got mail. You've got mail. <laughs> it's you, so he good. hasn't responded. He's like up there with the wires trying to get a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, she, you took the ticket away. She left the room. Yeah, she's mad at me. She's mad. Mm. So Sorry. Furious. I love you. All right. Well, we're gonna watch uh, "You've Got Mail." Yay for "You've Got Mail." We picked another movie. <laughs> Yay. Another movie. Sorry, high society sucked, guys. I really hyped that up in the last one. It and, could uh, be worse. Yeah, correction. It has been worse. Corrections corner for this week was <laughs> yeah. whoops, we watched that. But hey, at least Scorsese <laughs> didn't direct it. And with Ew. that, oh, okay. we're gonna watch the Tom <laughs> Hanks movie, which cannot possibly be worse than anything that stupid man's ever made. And we will catch you in the next one. <laughs>